Moonstruck with Clark and Alyssa. All right, we're dancing. We're dancing because it's the ball episode. Yeah. Work it out. Remember when we had a different theme song for not an episode even and we really liked it and and it didn't work out? We had a different theme song? We had a different song briefly. Oh, what song was it? I don't know, but it wasn't royalty free. So oh. We couldn't use it. We thought we could. Uh, and we really and liked it. And then it, we were like heartbroken. And then we found that one. This one's not technically. I mean, like it's royalty free because I paid for it. Yeah. Like we, yeah. we, we did the things we had to do. But the yeah. other one, like it, it wasn't even available. It wasn't available for our purposes. I'm trying to remember what that. I need to dig it was, back in it my files. It was like bluesy and had guitar and. Oh, yeah. And then I had to find, I tried to find something similar, and mm. we didn't. We found something better. We found something better <laughs> that we can dance to. It's it's real fun to dance to. It is real fun. It's it a great is. way to start this <laughs> this little podcast. <sighs> this humble Christmassy podcast. It's Christmassy. Christmas. It's Christmas in August. Or yeah. It's Christmas in whenever this episode what, comes out. Whenever you listen to it. Yeah. Whenever you listen to it. Whenever it comes out. Doesn't matter. We are talking about chapter. 22 and 23 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yay. <sighs> AKA the total sidetrack, nothing to do with the like main plot of the story, but it does though. I mean, this these chapters matter, but it's definitely a change of tone. It's a very yeah, it's this is the Christmas vacation. Yeah. It, yeah. Very much so. It's that feeling like these chapters capture that feeling the week before classes are done when like no one can pay attention to anything and their yeah. minds on something else. <laughs> and like, I can't believe you're giving us any work at all because can't you just read the room? None of us have it in us. Yep. Like yep. Uh, you don't even want to be here. You don't. So like, that always why are you me. assigning this? Because they have to, like, I get it. Yeah. But yeah. It's that stir crazy end of term. And then they get homework. They get homework over their Christmas break, which yeah. totally stinks. I've, forgot about that aspect of of not college years <laughs> like, it's terrible <laughs> like one of my coworkers was talking about how he has homework over his summer break just for mm. high school and i'm like i remember that's that. why i didn't do honors classes mm. <laughs> that is exactly well that's one of many reasons why i didn't do honors classes but yeah, yeah. i mean it's good to prevent the summer slide but and, yeah. and clearly harry and ron are like they're sliding prone like they are prone to the christmas slide the winter slide <laughs> they literally start the chapter by playing with fake wands that's like one is a parrot and the other one is a fish and it's like what's a haddock you're not even yeah know. no no i'm i'm shaking my head because oh. like <laughs> like they are those kids okay. like i remember those kids they was, drove me crazy i was like <laughs> guessing i'm like do i not know what a haddock is oh it's um, definitely a, a fish it's the best haddock oh is what the scots make fish and chips out of really cod is what the english make fish and chips out of which is just white and flaky what's what's uh, the other one like uh, better better oh <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Less fishy. Cod can taste kind of fishy. Yeah. Haddock does not. So, that's anyway, the, lots that's of the... unsolicited opinions. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the general vibe that we're starting with is some very distracted students going into winter break, and then they realize, you know what? You're, you're better at this. How about you sum up chapter 22 for me? The... Chapter 22 mm. The Unexpected Task. 
There's a ball at Hogwarts over Christmas. Surprise! Whoa! <laughs> and everyone has to get a date, but in my translation, it calls it a partner, not a date, which was interesting. Oh. And Ron basically forgets Hermione is a girl mm-hmm. and then insults her mm. before trying to force her to be his date, and it's not good. Yeah. And then uh, Cedric beats Harry to asking Cho to the ball, and that's a real bummer. And in this chapter, we don't know who Hermione's going to go with yet. No, it's a big mystery. It's a big mystery. <sighs> this was fun. This was fun. Um, was it? It's. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase this. Okay. <laughs> this chapter reiterates that Harry and Ron are kind of terrible. Yeah, like, they're bit. not really. And it gets worse. Next chapter is even worse. So much worse. <laughs> There's they're By hard the, people to love in these chapters. They really are. Like they're teenage boys. I shouldn't be surprised. This chapter and the next just really make me wish. I know I've said this so many times, but like, why isn't Hermione the main character? <laughs> She's so much better. She's got an internationally like renowned mm-hmm. Quidditch seekers interest, and she's the B plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> And she's like sneaking around and like, you know, that's that's all for next chapter. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, so. So my first question, we were like not even not even paragraphs into this chapter and McGonagall like, you know, Ron and Harry are getting into these sword fights with these fake wands mm-hmm. and McGonagall's like, hey, attention, everyone yeah. focus. I have an announcement. The Yule Ball is happening. And yeah. my first thought was, why the heck is she announcing it at the end of Transfiguration? That's a good question. <laughs> this is the weirdest delivery of like universally relevant information we've seen, I feel like. Yeah, like that's the sort of thing you'd... Well, I could see why she wouldn't want to announce it at the top. But like, why is she announcing it in class? Like, it's is, is it her job as the head of house to inform the Gryffindors? In which case she has to do that... I could see for that. every Gryffindor class that she has, and then if that's the case, is every student required to take Transfiguration through seventh year? Oh wow, you're really reading into this. And uh. and also, <laughs> like, what if your part, like your class, they share classes? So what if they're sharing with another house? You are so overthinking <laughs> this. I just don't understand why this is the time. Like, why wasn't it a big, like... It's convenient for the plot. Like, I don't know. breakfast. Well, we didn't have <laughs> to be in class for it. Like, why yeah, weren't they true. in the that's Great true. Hall? One big announcement informing everyone. The only reason I could think of was uh-huh. not um, breaking the hearts of the first through third years. Oh, who you can't know, go. That could be it. But also, why is it a big secret? I mean, I guess it was a big secret because that it was happening because the Triwizard Tournament was a big secret, and so they couldn't let people know. Like, you have to bring your dress robes. Like, they just mysteriously, mysteriously were like, "If you are in this year, you must have dress robes." Yes, ah. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's using the magic hands for those at home. Like, <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, but bring your dress robes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch that movie just for the record. I know I know a lot of Wizard of Oz references, but I couldn't tell you the last time I sat down and actually watched that movie. Yeah, it's so yeah. Yeah. It's very very in the zeitgeist to the point that I could almost tell you the the whole plot 
but I have I have no idea if it holds up. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you know a plot that maybe the plot. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's any good. Like if oh, I were to I sit see. down today and watch it, would I be like, yeah, that's a good movie. Listeners, what do you think of Wizard of Oz? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, back to it then. Back to it. Anyway, why why is McGonagall announcing this in Transfiguration? Nah, I don't know. They don't have to be in Transfiguration. <laughs> that's so funny i literally did not think at all about that it's like there's so many times that she has to say the same thing to these distracted kids Mm -hmm. just to get this across (sighs) it's such a weird choice i will say okay so not everyone needs to bring a date but harry definitely needs to bring a date she made it very clear that harry needed to have a dance partner because there was a dance yeah and uh everybody else was encouraged to bring a date but, yeah, I yeah. don't think we saw anyone going stag. No, really? I don't think so. Oh. not. I don't think there was anyone in yeah. the text of like, oh, and this this person's here alone. It was all like, this person's on this person's arm, and this person's on this person's arm, and mm. oh my gosh, they're dancing together. Oh. So, I, may, I don't know, maybe the, the Beaubaton boys who come <laughs> over and, and actually give Harry and Ron's dates a decent time. <laughs> they might have gone stag i don't know but that's all for next chapter anyway sorry (laughs) that's okay (laughs) my thoughts cannot be contained by chapters this time apparently we need to talk about this dance (laughs) we need to talk about this i can't handle the build-up any longer um so yeah harry's told he has to have a date Mm -hmm. who mcgonagall calls a partner which I, I don't know that just stuck out to me the Why? date wasn't the language it's like dance partner yeah like it works i'm not like i'm not resisting it but just like all my life you know, like formal dances or anything like it's always a date that's yeah, the language that's that, true like partner who who's who are you who who's your partner do you have huh. a partner for the dance or whatever it kept being that language and I wonder if that's a uk thing i think it must be hmm um, there was something else. I don't, I don't think I wrote it down. There was a like residual, like UK translation. Oh yeah. <laughs> that I was like, Oh, that's, that's got a very clear, like the, the American editors didn't excise that. So I think mm. partner might be one of those. Anyway, uh, throughout all of this though, like Harry starts looking around and he sees like gaggles of giggling girls <laughs> uh-huh. and he just has no idea how to ask any of them out, which like, I respect that. Like, that's really hard. <laughs> yeah. And a very limited amount of time to figure it out, too. Yeah. They gave him very little warning, but he ends up having this, like, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know the name of this trope, but I call it, like, an airline food bit, where it's, like, you know how comedians always, like, talk about, like, airports and all sorts of stuff, and, like, comedians are just, like, there's some cliche comedian things that you can say. I feel like Harry is doing the same thing by being, like, oh, why are girls always traveling in groups? How are we going to single one out? And they're just like complaining about like, oh, teenage girls. They're like, just really something. Why do they go to the bathroom together? I'm just so confused. I'm just so confused. It's, why, I mean. Why why can't I corner one and make them very uncomfortable? Why do they have to travel in packs? It's like <laughs> they travel in packs so you can't corner them and make them uncomfortable. <laughs> There's your answer, buddy. <laughs> what do you mean? It doesn't make sense. So, I mean, Harry he's not he hasn't really hung out with many girls like no. there's hermione who's not normal no, she doesn't behave not. normally no there's Ginny, who like hermione and Ginny are our girlfriends and yeah, yeah together they are but they kind of 
have figured out the boys are not interested and like when we want to have girl talk we do it without the boys and so they figured out how to have that and jenny's lived with so many boys that like they yeah their appeal is <laughs> she gets enough of them well and and she's probably she's a little tomboyish too yeah yeah because true. of that and yeah. and then how many other girls are even in gryffindor like their year doesn't have a lot of girls and then they're like on the quidditch team there are a few girls but they're like strong athletic yeah they're like the soccer girls women like school. they're they're not giggling girly girls hmm. like when Fred asks Angelina to go, like, it, it's just like... Boy, Angelina. <laughs> Want to come to me? Uh, all right. All right. Just, like, so <laughs> underwhelmed by the whole deal. And That's so, like, so he's funny. just not exposed to, like, this other kind of girl, really, yeah. at yeah. all. That's a good point. And That's so, intimidating. Like, I, I, I get that he's overwhelmed and he's looking at like Cho who's this like other worldly like mm. unattainable person in his eye and like she's kind of in between she's this capable athletic smart girl who's also like pretty and like pretty ooh, and popular like, and, and like yeah totally totally I feel for you man <sighs> that is hard but, but um, man they they had a real hard time asking anyone <laughs> well uh, so the thing that the first red flag in this chapter was like Harry's just suddenly like on top of being anxious about like who do I ask he's mm. very aware of like I need a good date like yeah. I my, he's very concerned about his image like there was a very like there was a really pretty gal that asked him but she was too tall yeah and like uh, how and, ridiculous and it would, would look I so look so silly if they were dancing together because of how tall she was and I'm like bro like okay like. I I guess a high schooler, middle schooler, whatever would think that. For yeah. Sure. Like, uh, but like, if one of my friends were to say that these days, I'd be like, "What? Like, <laughs> no! What do you mean? Like, no! This gorgeous girl wants to date you. Say yes. Yeah. Like, what's like, wrong with you? Like, <laughs> come up with a real reason to say no or say yes. Exactly. Like, yeah. And all of his reasons were just like, and and he just like crushed the spirits of a of a of a little one. Like he said like no a third year or a second year or something. Yeah. He said Which, no like so fast that she like just like just just like okay and just like simpered away the poor thing like ballsy girls this chapter though like yeah. all of them asking harry which like harry's a big shot good on you like yeah sadie hawkins that why not <sighs> these two chapters these are for the girls man that's they came out looking like a, a rose <laughs> yeah <laughs> smelling like... like a rose rather and uh the guys all just kind of look terrible and uh, like ron who who says that like we have to make sure we don't end up with a pair of trolls like yeah. like it's it's just really appalling yeah ron was terrible she had acne but her acne's getting better but her nose is off centered i'm like, just like bro who nitpicks okay. a, yeah. like i mean i i i mean i have a theory about mm. why all of this is happening and you're probably gonna agree with me okay. i think and that's that for Harry, there is an ideal date. Yes. And everyone else is like, he's not interested. He's not interested in girls. He's interested in Cho. Yeah. And so, yeah, of course, true. like everyone else is going to pale in comparison because he has a genuine crush on her. Because like, if that weren't the case, Ginny would be obvious. Yeah. She's there. He's comfortable with her. 
she's like she doesn't sound like a troll as far as i can tell yeah he's like, not thinking clearly yeah. like but i mean if his mind was i just i need a dance partner i may as well have it be you know let's have a good time someone i know something like that he'd ask hermione or Ginny. like it's obvious but you're right i think he cho or nothing yeah, it's that like, it, and for Ron, it's like floor or nothing. <laughs> well, and and it's just forced the issue where like, yeah. there's this thing that's just been simmering, and like now here's my chance. Like really, like that's that's the underlying. He doesn't use that language at all through this, but, but like that's, that's what it is. Yeah, this this yeah. is my chance to, my excuse to actually go up and ask her out and establish this. Yeah, and I'm terrified of doing it because I'm not prepared for it. Because they didn't give me enough time to prepare for it. Yep. And he's been thinking about it for a long time, but not not that way. No. <laughs> like, yeah. So there's that. And then and then I think and I don't I don't know how real this I mean, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that for Ron, like I think he wants to take Hermione, but he's not. Yeah. He's like even less ready than Harry. Yeah, and we see a lot more of that in the next chapter. But yeah. Ron is Ron is like seven, he's a hot mess. Yeah, seven layers into denial, and like he gets caught up with the whole floor thing, which I don't think he like. I think he's as captivated by her as any other guy because she's part Vila. But like, I almost feel bad for him of how hard he got like suckered into that. I mean, yeah. it's kind of his own fault, but, like, it did make for pretty awkward, like, asking her in front of people and stuff like that. It it, it does kind of suck for him. I mean, I, I wonder how bad it actually was, though. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, was it just, like, he was so mortified that I, like, does he know secretly, like, I got Vila'd? Like, yeah. I got pulled in, and that happened, and I can't believe that happened. Like, it, I don't I don't believe that he genuinely wanted to take no i mean not not like he's not romantically interested in fleur well i mean i'm sure if she asked him he'd say yes. yeah absolutely I mean, yeah but but yeah i don't think he actually has like a crush on her i think he's just yeah uh but you know what annoys me the most about this chapter they end up with like really pretty wonderful smart dates yeah they're like, good people. Yeah. Like Pavardi and her younger sister and the way that the book Twin describes- sister. They're twins. Twin sister. Oh. Okay. So this these guys are total jerks this whole chapter and they end up with like really lovely twin sisters. Mm-hmm. That is very frustrating to me. I mean, Parvati can be a little obnoxious. She's she's very into the divination and yeah. giggly girl, but- But compared like- to like- Ron, she's not that obnoxious. Yeah, no, like she she can be, but like, but they're like perfectly fine dates. Yeah, they did a really good job for being absolutely terrible and and last minute and and indirect. <laughs> Even though Harry did miss his chance with Cho, but at least like he lost out to Cedric, who at least like. Even though he thought some pretty mean things about Cedric in the moment, like Cedric's not a bad guy. Like, yeah, it's he's... not like he lost Cho to. Malfoy or something yeah although I think that would color her poorly as well yeah like it, it definitely it would. would give her some really warning signs of poor judgment yeah but Cedric good choice Cedric sounds like a total catch um I forget the name of the what was the name of that like really charming seeker from like a last book or a couple books ago 
Wood, something Wood. Oh, Oliver Wood. He wasn't the seeker. He was a keeper. He was a keeper. Yeah, but he was like, and he was captain. a keeper. Uh huh. Yeah. See, I feel he's, like... he's a keeper in the movie. He's a little less keeper in the book, but but I feel like we're left with Cedric now in that role of like, okay, he's pretty charming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, he has his own thing going on. He's kind of a big shot, but like, eh, I kind of get it. So, well, and he's talented. He's like he's the only seeker to ever beat Harry. Mm. Like that's true actually, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And like he returned the favor in the next chapter with the, uh, with giving the, the hint of the next thing, which yeah. is huge. Like, so he's like, I don't know. I like Cedric. I feel like Cho going with Cedric doesn't bum me out that much. Yeah. Like um, the only yeah. part that, that is a bummer is that like, like if Harry'd gotten his courage a little bit sooner, yeah. Like yeah. they maybe could have gone together, but Oh well. Like learned, learned a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> the nice thing about dances is you can dance with other people. So yeah, except for Harry fun. dances with Par- 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 Parvati. Parvati. I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> Parvati once. Yeah. And then no one else ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, are He's, you ready for favorite quotes? Um, I I have one uh, Ooh, one yes. stray thought and yep. that's um uh, the way that they behave is so poor in this mm-hmm. that it it makes me wonder would the fourth years have been invited if harry weren't one of the champions or like did they extend it to for the 14 year olds because one um, of their champions is a 14 year old i feel like four years like at that point you're how how long are they in the school seven so like at that point they're like in my mind like freshmen or sophomores i mean that's 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 the age that they are but like uh, those kids aren't invited to prom (laughs) that's true yeah i don't know i mean in my mind it feels like they've been in the school for a while but (laughs) that's because we're going a chapter at a time yeah that's true that's true i'm like it's been years uh uh I don't. I don't know. I. Hmm, that's a good question. It's there's no mention of it, and so I feel I, like the the um the twins would have said something like, "Oh, come on! Like we couldn't go, whatever." Like I feel like there would have been a a hoopla about it if it was like this new rule where, like, oh, we didn't get to go last year when we were that grade, but I guess now that grade can go. I feel like well, that would be like a plot point but the yule ball is it's it's a part of the triwizard tournament oh yeah okay that's good so yeah there hasn't been one of those in many many years Hmm. my theory would be the only person who would set who would give us that exposition would either be like mcgonagall but it wouldn't serve her to sort of shame them into like just like don't be stupid you're not normally supposed to go to this i don't think she would do that maybe hermione who would say you know what she does like, have a research it's strange yeah. but yeah and she's not really in a position to share a ton this chapter because ron puts her so on the defensive yeah so and she's a better sport than she needed to be about it yeah like she just like left and de-escalated the situation and it's just like okay the fourth year seems so ill-equipped for this that maybe they or ordinarily don't even go yeah it could be and it's they're, fifth they're, years and up sixth years and up they're really messing it up uh just a thought yeah i could see that they are like so 
childish. Socially inept. <laughs> yeah. They're just inept. Yeah, maybe it's part of the process. I don't know. It's a good question. It makes me love Hermione and Ginny that much more. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also there is some mention of Rita Skeeter. She didn't write that piece on Hagrid. She was up to something else. Yeah, and, and Hagrid is, is weirdly, like, not... He, suspicious of it yeah he's just like she just seemed like a nice lady she's just asking and questions about what do you, you? Mean she's gonna sling some mud yeah. like i don't i'm con- like has he not read what she's written already Clearly like not has it not made sense to him that you think as someone that, of sorry i don't know has it not made sense to him that that was a violation of his his privacy and how he took how harry took it which was very poorly how has that not colored haggard's opinion of her and also with how defensive he is about Dumbledore, you think she'd have said something in there at some point where he's like, oh, no, 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 no. But anyway, I feel like we should mention that because I feel like it'll come back around. Rita Skeeter's just kind of in the shadows a lot this book. So Yeah, and I mean, clearly she had a meeting with him. So, so Yeah, it's not for nothing. Yeah. Like, something's going to come from that. So we'll see what it is. Uh, but onward to favorite quotes. Yay. Yay, we did it. Clark, what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote is on page 395, which I'll flip to now. Can you believe there are that many pages in this book? (laughs) And we're like, at least we're past the halfway point. We are, finally. (laughs) All right, found it. Uh, So I think we had both had this one marked. Uh, but they're talking about how the place is all decorated up for Christmas. And there's all this stuff around. And they went like big time because they have to impress all these other schools. Even though there's nothing they can do to impress Bobaton. Like there's nothing. Bobaton? 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 Bobaton. So anyway, uh, let's see. It was quite something to hear. Oh, come all ye faithful sung by an empty helmet that only knew half the words. That's it. Oh, uh, come on, ye. Triumphant. And that's about where they lose it. It's just so funny. They they give the... Lahem. <laughs> they give the armor the ability to like <laughs> sing stuff, but they don't give it the words. <laughs> It's just such like a funny, like half measure. I don't know. <laughs> it cracked me up. Yeah, that's I have marked that one too. I loved it so much. I <laughs> 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 And then Peeves goes on to continue reminding us why he's not in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't have a budget for that. That's true. Um. Okay. So my favorite quote. Yes. Is on page three ninety seven. Mm. Um. And it's right after Harry asked Cho to the ball, mm-hmm. and she says. I've already said I'll go with someone else. Oh, said Harry. It was odd. A moment before, his insides had been writhing like snakes, but suddenly he didn't have, seem to have any insides at all. Oh. And I'm just like, oh man, I feel that. <sighs> I feel that. Oh, poor guy. Snakes to nothing. Snakes to nothing, my new metal <laughs> band. <laughs> snakes to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. So cool. I've been there. Yeah. <sighs> well, onward to chapter twenty-three, the Yule <laughs> Ball, the stuff that we actually want to talk about for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff we mostly already talked about. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, give me a synopsis, would you? 
in chapter 23, the Yule Ball, Christmas dawns with a visit from Dobby. <laughs> and at the ball, Harry is a very distracted date. Ron is entirely inattentive. And Hermione has her she's all that moment as Victor Crumb's date. <laughs> and she is positively glowing the whole time. She's, she's smiling and giggling and talking. And like every time she sees Harry, she just has like gets a big smile on her face. It's a huge victory for Hermione. Yeah, she's great. It's, she's so happy. It's so rare to see yeah. Hermione happy. Like just tickled. It's very nice. She's uh, smitten. She likes a boy. She likes a boy. And a boy likes her. And she like feels confident because her teeth. I, I don't know if I encourage the message that this is sending of like, <laughs> it, yep, yeah. she changed this one thing about herself and now everybody notices. Get that plastic surgery. Well, so the, yeah, the, the teeth thing, that's like a couple of weeks old at this point too. Like it, oh, is it? It took everybody that long to notice. Oh, apparently so. Yeah, because I guess she was at the hospital. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they have like a week or so between the like announcement of mm. yeah, the Yule that's Ball true. to the Yule Ball. And then before that, it was, was it the end of the last section or the, hmm. or. Yeah, so she was So jinxed, it was a like, while ago. Yeah, three or four chapters ago. So like yeah. for for no one to have noticed like I mean I I imagine she's not a big smiler. Yeah, I think so. it's that and like she's usually got like her hair all frizzy and she's like not I I don't think people actually spend time looking at her. I think she's kind of done a good job of just like fading into the background like it or not. So either way, yeah, Ron and Harry both realize like, "Oh. Oh, Hermione's a girl oh cat <laughs> oh cat uh so yeah, yeah is, she's, is and that... she's going with victor crumb for those who didn't read the chapters that's she's she's with victor crumb in case you forgot in case she's you with forgot. vicky she's with uh, <laughs> vicky k baby crumb dog millionaire let's go oh, let's go i had a friend with the last name crumb so i have lots of those don't worry <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. and harry as we already said went with Pavardi. Uh, and Ron went with, oh boy. Padma. Padma, which is a pr very pretty name. Yeah. They're, they're Indian. Oh, are they? Patil. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's great. Um, they, they sound delightful. They sound like they would have been decent dates. Yeah. If, if, if they'd had good dates, it would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. They probably would <laughs> have had a good time. It sounds like they've figured it out. So they did. They were having a good time. So good on them. Don't don't hang around with boys who don't give attention to like, you. Not girls. even any attention. Like they weren't. Harry and Ron just didn't do anything. They do not care. Which I mean, I get it with Harry. Like Harry's got a lot on his mind. He's got a lot on his mind, and he was told he had to have a date. Like yeah, if yeah. if he wasn't told he had to have a date, he maybe would have just been like, whatever. We're either not going. Yeah. Why would we? We don't want to. Yep. Or, like, we're going, but why do we need dates? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Ron's pride would probably get in the way of that, but... <sighs> Ron. I don't know. I feel like I've gone on... I've brought girls to dates, like, to dances, and the implication is, like, I just, like, yeah, you're my date, but, like, this isn't a date. Like, we're just having fun. We know each other. We wanted to go with someone, so it's, like... But there was, like, that was discussed beforehand, and, like already said like dance with whoever you want it's fine 
but like yes but here's the thing yes you went into high school expecting several different dances oh yeah that's there true. was no yeah. expectation here from them yeah. as far as we can tell as yet there's been no mention of balls or anything or dances and so hmm. yeah, this could true. be the only one of their career it could be the start of one every year it could uh, if we have to go through a Yule Ball chapter, chapter every book from now on, I swear. <laughs> better ban- better, better treat it better, boys. Uh, so, yeah. But so, I, I think that's part of it is like you went into it knowing like, oh, there are a certain number of date dances that I want true. to go yeah. to and I'm mentally and emotionally prepared for them. Also, you had an older sibling who probably helped break the ice there too. Yeah. But yeah. all of Ron's older siblings have also never been, done this, although... They should have totally followed Fred and George's example. Like, hey, I picked someone. She's cool. We're going. Yep. Great. Like, <laughs> literally yelled across the room. Yeah. So funny. Like that would have been ten times better than how they handled it. So, hmm. for once, follow the twins' example. <laughs> right. Well, they seem to have their stuff together anyway. But speaking of those dudes, yeah, they they're getting like deals. They might get some of their stuff carried at the. Uh, the shop at Zonko's, right? Zonko's, that was the one that yeah. they mentioned. Which yep. that one's in Diagon Alley, mm-hmm. not Honeydukes. Yeah. So they Different are things. anyway moving and shaking and getting the attention of the right people. And like, what are they working on next? They're working on things, and like they're just making more products, man. Like what? More more candies, more fake wands, more like yes, what? Yes, what are they working yes. on? All of it. Uh, Surely they're creating new things too. Well, yeah, they're making all sorts of stuff. Um, they're probably making. Uh, <laughs> I'm still getting over the the bird one, <laughs> the canary creams. <laughs> the yeah, canary creams. I still just love that visual of someone just like poofing into a bird just for like a just a little bit. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I don't know, more stuff like that. Maybe they have something that turns you invisible for just like a little bit, which is really complicated, but it would just be like for a second or something that gives you really slippery fingers so you can't hold on to anything. Um, or I know you'd be good at this. You could be the third, <laughs> the third, you could be the part of the triplets. <laughs> yeah. Come up with all sorts of stuff. Uh, I don't know. Lots of stuff, stuff that makes your butt bigger. Just, just a, big booty just for a minute yeah just for a minute just a big old butt they already did the two ton or the tongue ton tongue taffy tongue taffy so why not like a big booty uh candy word that starts with b bubble gum yeah big booty bubble gum there we go (laughs) see we could do it uh Anyway, I want to talk about the Dobster real quick. Can we talk about little Dob Dob? Yeah, we can talk about Dobby. A little Dobinator, little. Uh... He's living his best life, Dude, and it's so uh, great. I'm so happy for Dobby. <laughs> He's like spending his money and making crafts. He's and... so proud. He's like, I I bought the wool for your socks with my wages, and then I made you socks. It was so sweet, and he made sure that they mismatched because apparently that's a thing. <laughs> it's so sweet. And he knitted them them himself, and they had one had broomsticks, and the, did the other one have snitches on it or something? Mm, I, I just no. remember the broomsticks. Was it broomsticks and like Christmas trees? It's something, or something like that. Yeah, which is adorable and also very talented. Like that's hard. It is hard. He did a good job. I'm so proud of him. Um, 
and he just like is so kind to Harry. And and I liked that like Harry was pretty good about keeping it like casual and that he's like, well, I did tell Dobby he could visit. So it's like initially he was like annoyed because just he was woken up in a really annoying way. But he like kept his head was like he was cool about it. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. Like nobody was like, Dobby, what the hell? Uh. Yeah. Just after like, two chapters of short tempers yeah. and then more so before then, like to see. They're like, just really cool with him. Gave yeah. him a sweater and socks and more socks. And like that's probably going to be like one of Dobby's better days. Really? I mean, he is like so cared for and, and he is able to care for people in return. Uh, it's, it's really sweet. So, yeah. yeah, that was a good moment. I do sort of love that. What was it? Like, didn't Harry give Dobby his gift before Dobby, before he like unwrapped Dobby's gift or whatever. So he didn't yeah. know. And so I sort of love the fact that, that Harry gave him socks and, and then socks. discovered like, oh, you made me socks. Like it's it's sort of. But apparently that's a good gift for house elves. Well, like apparently house elves are about that. Yeah, no, I'm so. I'm not critiquing it at all. I sort of like the symmetry of it. Yeah. That like, okay, what do I have to give Dobby? I bet he'd appreciate these socks. And mm. oh, Dobby got me socks. Like obviously he would then like I know for sure he appreciates my gift because yeah. he liked it so much that he wanted to give it to me. Yeah. It it's perfect. It's so good. It's a wonderful scene. Yeah. And it for once everything is just right with that moment. I also like I was sort of curious because everybody's in their dorm. It's not just Terry and Ron this time. So mm-hmm. Seamus and Dean are there and Neville and I sort I sort of like how they're all pretty underwhelmed by Dobby's presence too. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't really react to it. I mean, and that might be because Hermione's been, you know, spouting off about Spew. It works. You got to normalize it. Yeah, like they they know he's there. They know kind of that he's someone that Harry must know and mm-hmm. it it's not a thing. And Yeah. And I mean that that's that's kind of a big deal to be okay with the stranger in your in your bedroom really yeah like waking you up with their face in your face like like i mean that for harry but like if i were to wake up to oh someone (laughs) is visiting my roommate yeah and i don't know who they are like i'd probably be a little uncomfortable but they all seemed pretty chill about it yeah i was very happy with that moment it was like a nice amount of respite in this chapter that was so frustrating yeah um so we already talked about, I feel like we have thoroughly covered how terrible Harry and Ron are as dates. Yeah. Um, we already talked a little bit about how happy Hermione was, but we also got to know Victor Crumb a little bit. Yeah, we got to out, hear him speak for the first time. And he was a chatty Cathy, which yeah. kind of makes me think that he was totally okay with the date situation too. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he it was mutual. Yeah. And that made me very happy. Well, yeah. She said that he'd been going to the library to try to ask her out. It's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah. He'd been like waiting, but he was like so nervous. And it's just, oh, that made me so happy. Um, And (laughs) I like that Hermione said like in the last chapter, she's like, well, like, what was it? Like, you guys, just because you guys just noticed that I'm a girl doesn't mean other people didn't notice. (laughs) Like she said a line like that. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get it, girl. Get it. <laughs> Why not, man? So, 
anyway, we got to know a little more about Victor Crumb, and it turns out part of why they're good at Quidditch is because they just like fly for entertainment. Like their their castle is just kind of barren, so they just fly all the time. Uh, anyway, right, anyway. and and uh, Karkaroff is mm-hmm. trying to like tell Crumb put a lid on it. Like we don't want to let people know where we are, and yeah. And it's that just, was sort of an so interesting, weird. like Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's over here, like I, like, I don't care, like, <laughs> like yeah, d- why, why are you so protective of your place when he does it in his like whimsical Dumbledore way, and mm-hmm. and Karkaroff's like, like, I don't, don't you just love being the sole keeper of of your school's secrets and Dumbledore is like you kidding me I found like a, a I really <laughs> had to go to the room <laughs> like, maybe it only appears when your bladder is really full I have no idea I love that I love that it even got Harry to do a spit take which is yeah. great uh oh last word about the socks that Dobby gave Harry sorry it's okay um he wore them to the dance I know he wore them to the dance that was really oh great. it was so sweet and then, of course, creepy, creepy, uh, mad-eyed Moody, like, said something about his socks. And I'm like, bro, if you have x-ray vision, you don't get to comment on it. Yeah. Like, like don't mention that. Don't bring it up. Parvati's over there, like, th- that's so creepy. And I'm just... Yeah. It's never really occurred to me that, like, oh, you can see through his dress robes to his socks. Yep. What else are you looking at? Like, that's not okay. How yeah. is this allowed in a school? Yeah. Even if he's With not using kids. it, the idea that he is capable of doing it is is a bit freaky. <laughs> like, Harry, report that. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, just so you know, this guy is looking through kids' clothes. Because he noticed Harry's socks, but he was looking through Harry's pants in the first place. Why was he looking through Harry's pants, Alyssa? <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Alyssa. I really don't want to think about Why it. Why was he looking through Harry's pants, Alyssa? He wanted to see his socks. Why, Clark. Alyssa? Why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's an avid sock appreciator. Okay. <laughs> Why? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so this is good. We get to see. Oh, Percy comes back. Percy's back. Yeah, Percy's back in place of Mr. Crouch. And he's really annoying. I don't know what else to say about it. He's, he's really annoying. <laughs> he's an almost believable exposition bot. Ugh. Almost. Like, Ugh. I believe that Percy would talk that much. I would, too. But it's just, like, that the author saw it fit to include all of that. It's like, okay, fine, I guess. Like, this is for a reason. Uh, turns out Mr. Crouch is getting old. And perhaps sick. Yeah, it and sounded like he was under the weather. Ever since, like, the... Like, worn out. Yeah, ever since, like, the incident with, like, the Dark Mark, which is, like, curious. Like, what what fights did he fight that we don't know about? Or was he a part of something? Or did he get hexed or cursed? Or is Voldemort sucking his energy somehow? Or, I don't know. Sets up a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, and then those questions are just furthered by like Karkaroff and Snape in the garden and they're plotting something. Something's getting, what was, what was the language? Like Snape tells him, go ahead and run. Right? I don't know. I'll let you look it up. So Snape's all, I don't see what all the fuss is about, Igor. And Karkaroff is all you can't pretend it isn't happening it's been getting clearer and clearer for months 
I'm becoming seriously concerned. I can't deny it. And Snape turns around and says, then flee. Flee. I will make your excuses. I, however, am remaining at Hogwarts. So they're talking about something that's freaking Karkaroff out. Yeah. And Snape is, you know, cool as a cucumber. And. Well, yeah. Snape has home court advantage. It's true. Home field advantage. So it's like, it's, it would yeah, take a lot. Yeah, like Karkaroff, you can go home. Yeah. Like where yep. you feel where it's defended. your castle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this is my home. I'm not, so like what are they talking about? It's got to be something with the Dark Mark movement and, and like that whole wave that's coming and like, I don't know. I feel like maybe a big recruitment thing where they feel like they're going to have to like make a choice. Um yeah, it's been getting clearer and clearer for months. Like, yeah, I, it's, it's got to be something. They have to bring that plot back in at some point. Like, there was a parade of people, it's like throwing up Voldemort's sign. Like, there's the it's got to come back into the picture at some point. So I feel like it's got to have something to do with that. Um, I don't know how. I don't know if it's coming to the school or if it's just coming to the country or. Because, I mean, yeah, Kaikaroff can flee, but, like, what's the threat that he would be safer in his castle? Like, I don't think anybody's going to be, like, raiding castles necessarily. I don't know. I don't know. Why Why does he feel confident and comfortable to confide in Snape? Like, that's sort of an odd alliance. Like, yeah. it's not... It doesn't make no sense, but it's sort of odd. I don't know. I feel like they were probably in some sort of group together in the past. Maybe a group that was somewhat sympathetic towards Voldemort. <laughs> like or at least like Voldem like sympathetic to his cause. Like I I even if they didn't directly support Voldemort himself, they may have been on some like anti letting um like non pure blood wizards into the school or you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I think they were in some sort of group together that maybe was sympathetic to some of Voldemort's causes, even if it wasn't sympathetic to Voldemort himself. I feel like they were definitely on some like anti-non-pureblood communities. And like, I doubt Kakarov has, um, man, we need polite terms for these things, uh, half-blooded wizards. I, f I feel like there probably aren't any of those at his school. Uh, I feel like dumb, um, Hogwarts might be the most progressive school in that realm. Which is frightening. Which is frightening because <laughs> it's real terrible. So I feel like there's probably a lot of shared mindset about that sort of stuff between Snape and Kakarov. So they're probably on some committees and stuff like that. Uh, and this is kind of a resurgence of that old school philosophy of like, we're bringing back the, the purity, the perfect race, all that. So yeah. Real awkward. This this the end of this chapter got really real. <laughs> like we went from getting like festive, and the fat lady was drunk, and the pictures are drunk, and the helmets were singing and stuff, and then like I was just upset with Ron and Harry, and now it's like serious talks with like Hagrid and Madame Maxine and Snape and Kakarov, and it's like, wow, this is, and the egg, yeah. So anyway, like there's there's some like there's a lot in here. We're in the middle of Christmas festivity, but the world is heavy. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh, that scene with uh, Hig scene. Well, no, it is a scene. It's a scene. Yeah, that's not just a movie term. Uh, the scene with Hagrid and Madame Maxine. 
I thought he was going to say, like, I like you or I have a crush on you or something like that. But instead, he just, like, thought that he found one of his own. And, like, and maybe he did crush her and have like her and stuff like that. But, like, he was more just happy to have someone that he felt he could, like, relate to. Yeah, I think that's and and I think that's an extension of, like, clearly I like you, but there's there's this other like how long has it been since he's seen anyone who's remotely similar to him like maybe never he may have seen people in like the this the places that he goes he probably saw some pretty big cloaked figures but no one you could absolutely no one you could just walk up to and talk to like so to just see someone who might get him a little bit better and like he has people who cares about him but he's not beloved universally no and he's not understood and like the fact that he's a half giant is like a you know that's the sort of thing where they would have parents calling and saying what you have a half giant teaching my children you have a half giant releasing dangerous animals around my children like it'd be a you know there's a reason he doesn't talk about it unless he is like quietly sitting outside of a ball far away from everybody else so it's really sad it's really sad that madame maxine not only denies it but like acts insulted by it well is insulted by it well yeah and and i wonder i like i there's there's chance i mean ron throws out a couple of like oh i thought it was just like this like i thought he'd gotten in front of an engorgement charm as a kid and like yeah and uh, so maybe it's possible that there's some magical ways to just make a person really big yeah but not she's no she's totally half <laughs> so i'm wondering is she in denial or is it's just so stigmatized that she's like, like, what yes. ground does she think she's standing on? I think she has convinced herself that I, I think there is such a strong incentive to not be a half giant that she's convinced herself that she's not. I think it is denial. I think she believes it. But deep down, she wouldn't have gotten so defensive. You know, I mm-hmm. I feel like if she was if something had happened, she'd have been like, uh, no, I just got hit by an engorgement charm when I was young thanks for comparing me to a half giant like i feel like she would have like had a a more valid defense um instead of just like i'm big boned (laughs) yeah i no i think she's very far in denial i think that it's already hard when she's with all the beautiful people to be of her size to be other Yeah. yeah to be yeah like she tries very hard to be elegant and probably the fact that she has the accent probably drives her nuts. She's probably like very self-aware or like self-conscious of her accent. Well, but I mean, she's from a French country. But doesn't she have like a Hagrid type accent? No, you keep superimposing that. It's a French accent. Oh, okay. That's fine. (laughs) She's speaking English, but she's from France. Okay. There you go. Anyway, sorry. Uh, (laughs) All that to say, what do you think? I mean, do you think... I wonder if there's even a payoff on that. <laughs> I guess you know better than I do. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't perfectly remember this book. I I just think that it it's it's really sad to me that like Hagrid sees 
Madame Maxime as a a like finally someone who I can open up to and she so harshly shuts it down. Yeah. It it just it breaks my heart for Hagrid. It breaks my heart for her. Like this is a real opportunity and like what's the alternative, I guess? Like if if not if if not this person who has been kind and interested and understands her like in like a private place like Hagrid was tactful. Yeah. Hagrid was very aware of the situation and the way that you bring it up. And like he he skirted around it just enough that like he had to essentially come out and say it by the end because she was being so like, you know, it, oblivious about it. So it's like, I feel like, yeah, Hagrid did everything right. And like why? Yeah. She it's- lost a real opportunity for a confidant. Well, and, and like, is she, I mean, maybe she's lived such a troubled life of just beating that away. Mm-hmm. And like, I've risen to this level of, of power and authority. Mm-hmm. And if I were to be in a relationship with someone who is openly a half giant, like it'd be pretty hard to, to, disguise the fact that that's what we are and it'd be a backsliding for sure it'd be a little bit easier for people to tear me down like how embattled was was her journey to get there pretty hard yeah and and like is is france any better for that stigma like is Mm. that is that does it differ from country to country and how much it sounds like it's like written into history books. Like giants are this type of thing. Well, so but it's that's like, that's still got to be so cultural, though. Like where yeah. wherever there were giants that cre- that wreaked any havoc, or there might have been wars, like it's going to be much more negative. Whereas yeah. places that they might not have lived, if they weren't as widespread of a population, then it might be more folklore. Yeah, and that like could be. maybe maybe France was less so. And so she's more able to subvert the narrative because there's less, less language about it, less actual history. Could I be. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. sounds like she's had a rough go of it. It makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they'll make up. We'll see. I, it, it, there's still a lot of book left. Yeah, there is. Hopefully they'll have a talk and maybe we'll, we'll see some more progress. But for now, that's a sad way to end this particular interaction. Uh. And then the ball comes pretty much to an end. Yep. And Cedric pulls away to go give Harry a pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> pro tip. Bring the egg into the bath. And Harry's like, what? And like, it's I'm, I'm so annoyed that Harry doesn't like i don't know harry acts like what could he possibly talk about and i'm like buddy like it's the egg says something different when it's in hot water like what is <laughs> what is so hard Put about two this? and two to, he's not the best at critical thinking I we've guess. seen this time and again but he's just like <laughs> what does that mean bring it into bath but it's not dirty and i'm just like shut dude just stop like what is wrong with you like (laughs) (laughs) i was so annoyed i'm like dude clearly there's a trick to doing something he was malnourished as a child and his (laughs) (laughs) his critical thinking skills are affected yeah anyway Um, i just wonder how cedric figured it out (laughs) yeah like that that's something that i i feel a little bit like like i'm glad cedric is helping him and Mm. repaying the favor but 
there's a tiny part of me that's like, Harry told you it's a dragon. And you're telling You're him, telling Harry, do these things and you'll figure it out. Like, it's not exactly one-to-one. I don't know what one-to-one would be. Yeah, at least they still have a couple weeks. So it's like, maybe, I don't know. He's just trying to give Harry a little bit of the fun. Maybe he just was tickled by the experience and he wanted Harry to have the same fun revelation. Yeah, I don't know. It's Maybe a dragon hatches. <laughs> Yes. Maybe Harry gets in the bath and puts and the Cedric's egg in. And Cedric's like, and there's the prefect's bathroom is a terrible place and it needs a dragon let loose in there. <laughs> it's we like need it's to remodel isolated. it. We're going to get Harry killed by this dragon. He'd be like, it's the weirdest thing. He was in the Cedric's bathroom? like, it's weird because you told me it was dragons and I could have told you it was dragons, <laughs> but instead I tricked you into a closed space. To meet a dragon. A closed space where no one can hear you scream. <laughs> and no one knows where it is except for like a couple people. Yes, go to the prefix bathroom. Yeah. Yes, put wink, the dragon wink. egg in the warm water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. Uh, and then we top it all off with Ron and Hermione duking it out. Ron being terrible terrible what did he say he ran like, some real mean things he accused her of like crumb only wanted to take you because oh. he wanted to get intel on harry yeah. and like that's a really low blow and that's a super low that's saying hermione you have nothing to offer yeah except like, for the fact why that would he ask you why would he ask you yeah yeah and we saw victor crumb and he was not talking about that at all no he's he was, like Tell her I have drinks. Yeah. And he was like I getting guess. drinks and he was talking about his castle. Oh my gosh. And like he was so cute. What broke my heart was Percy who like comes over after that interaction. He's like, oh, have you guys made friends with Victor Crumb? And mm-hmm. he's all so pleased. Like this is a this is great for inner school yeah, congeniality. Yeah. And it's just like, just, no, that's what it should be. But you guys are letting the fact that Ron has a crush on Hermione get in the way of it. Yep. <laughs> like, cause and they could have been friends with they him. They could be friends with Victor Crumb. We could have had this wonderful moment. He seems like a lovely human being. He really does. He seems very talented and interesting. Like, mm-hmm. And he has a crush on your best friend. So you've got like a natural in. Like, yeah. He wants your approval. Probably. Yeah. We're like, buddy, you want, some, you want some huge brownie points? Put this pin on. Yeah. He's like, why? It says spew. And they're like... <sighs> We know, but <laughs> like, it, trust us. He probably doesn't even know what spew means in English. Yeah, that's It's true. not his first language. He's so. like, okay, yeah, I'll wear like, this I'll pin. wear it. What's it for? I, yeah. It's it's for okay. Hermione. Okay, I will I'll do, do it. it. We could have had that moment, but we didn't. I know. And, and so it just bums me out. But anyway, like the night ends with Ron and Hermione in the common room and it's packed and they are screaming at each other. <sighs> and Hermione finally, like before storming off, is like, We've learned a lesson here. Next time, don't wait. Yep. And it's just like, boom. And Ron decides to, I don't know what she's talking about. She doesn't even understand. She keeps changing the subject. Harry's like, yeah, she gets it more than you do, Ron. Yep. Like. Yep. (sighs) So. So disappointed. So disappointed because that was supposed to be Hermione's night. And it was Hermione's night for a very long time. And then she went to bed angry. And that makes me annoyed because she deserved better yeah and hopefully she at least got to go to bed thinking like i danced with victor crumb and we had a very nice time 
a a boy was very nice to me yep. for most of the night. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. And I hope she can really, really, really just brush that dirt off of her shoulder that is Ron. Uh, because he's terrible. So Really? He's, he's, he's got a long way to climb to redeem himself right now. I don't think I'm going to like him even by the end of this book. I'm hoping the next book we might see a redemption arc. Maybe the following book. We'll see. It's, but Yeah, he's got a lot of growing up to do. Yeah, but I don't see enough pages left in this book for him to do something <laughs> that would that would make me it's, like him. It's not Ron Weasley and, and the redemption arc. It's no. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> so if you were the main character, maybe there would be time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, nope, we have to... We have to have Gobby the Flame Cup do his thing. Good old Gobby. We haven't seen Gobby in a while. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see it again? Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Duh, y- yes. <laughs> okay. It's in the title. So? It's done a pretty significant thing already. Uh... It changed the course of the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> Without yeah. that. We wouldn't be where we are. Like uh, most of the conflict would not exist in nah, this book. Nah, Gobby's coming back. Gobby is a powerful magical artifact. It was the watershed moment. Beyond that, like, nah, like nah. what else is it gonna do? The Gobster's coming back in town. I don't know, man. It's got some energy. It's got something to it. It's gonna do some real sorting hat business. It's gonna be like the sorting hat, but with fire. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's gonna produce the Hufflepuff honeycomb and Puff it. Nation. Puff. <laughs> nation anyway i'm gonna wander way off here uh but i'm not going to instead i'm going to talk about favorite quotes yeah you are you ready yeah what's your favorite quote how are our favorite quotes so far apart that's a good question (laughs) is this chapter really that long yeah it's pretty long okay my favorite quote was on page 404 internal error that's that's what i thought too (laughs) yeah that's right that's the old ball i had a moment of like is this in the wrong chapter um I had a hard time with this chapter, finding a favorite quote. Mm. So I, I picked the Christmassy scene that happens. Um, snow was falling thickly upon the castle and its grounds now. The pale blue Bobaton carriage looked like a large, chilly, frosted pumpkin next to the iced gingerbread house that was Haggard's cabin. While the drumstring ship's portholes were glazed with ice, the rigging white, white with frost. Mm. The house elves down in the kitchen were outdoing themselves with this series of rich, warming stews and savory puddings, and only Fleur Delacour seemed to be able to find anything to complain about. And I just like, that's just a real Christmassy feel to me. It puts me in the spirit, even in the middle of summer when it's lovely and warm and I'm like sad to see warm weather go, like now I'm ready for a hot chocolate and some snow falling. (sighs) Don't worry, we have six months of winter ahead of us. Hangard's gingerbread house. With the frosted pump pumpkin next to it, like that is really is sweet. a really lovely image. I kind of glazed past that. I love Christmas at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> it's it might be every book this that that we've done so far. Yeah, the Christmas at Hogwarts description has been my favorite quote. <laughs> Listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. I'm pretty sure you're <laughs> right on that one. <sighs> Clark, what was your favorite quote? My favorite quote is on page four thirty two. You alluded to it, but it was written well enough that it's definitely worth uh, quoting verbatim. 432, very end of the chapter, where Ron and Hermione have this big screaming match. And uh, let's see. (laughs) 
let's see. Ron mouthed soundlessly like a goldfish out of water as Hermione stormed off. Let's see. Harry didn't say anything. He liked being back on speaking terms with Ron too much to speak his mind right now, which is awesome. But he somehow thought that Hermione had gotten the point much better than Ron had. Mm-hmm. I, I like that he's like, I'm on good terms with Ron, so I'm not going to say anything. Which is to say that he is incomplete and totally like that that Ron has that Ron is wrong. And that like nothing Harry can say is going to be better for their friendship because like Harry's just like, What what do I even start with here? <laughs> yeah. So, like I'm I am all out of this yep. conversation because Yeah. And like uh, that shows some real like Harry's really exhibited poor uh interpersonal understanding in the mm-hmm. last couple of chapters but he's like that shows us that he still got it like he knows his yeah. best friend he understands people like he was put in a really rough spot and didn't really handle it very well and his best friend was just worse <laughs> on, like so far off the rails that it made everything that Harry did worse and yeah, yeah. It, yeah. so he was clearly overcompensating for his bump on a log of a friend right now. And this is the moment where it is like confirmed. Ron likes Hermione. Mm -hmm. Like I know that he's given her a hard time in the past and like this whole chapter, it should be obvious by now, but like it hasn't been stated nearly so overtly until right now. This is like the confirmation. Hey, in case you guys missed it, in case you weren't really keeping up on that storyline because you just think Ron is terrible. So you glaze through all of his quotes because he sucks. Uh, nope, Ron likes Hermione. Do so. you think Ron realizes Ron likes Hermione? No, 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 no. Because no. like his weird, the the thing that gets me is is in the previous chapter when he's like, "Wait a second, you're a girl." Like, which I couldn't even tell if he was like. It almost seemed like he was joking, almost. like you would with like your sister or your cousin of like, "What? You're a girl?" And they're like, "Yeah, I'm your girl." Oh, I thought you were just my sister. You know, like yeah, it, it's that sort of. Thing. It's a weird like for someone who who's exhibiting real crush yeah real crush on Hermione and and to not also be able to hold in his brain that she's female is is just like when he was told he had to get a date why wasn't Hermione yeah one of the top of the list why I don't get it I don't get that either I really don't I get it for Harry I don't for Ron because it seems like Ron wouldn't be intimidated by Hermione like I don't think it'd be because he'd be like nervous. If anything, he would have felt entitled. Yeah. Like, like, okay, obviously Hermione is the one I want to go with and like, she shouldn't say yes to anyone else. Like, yeah, we're the ones who get like, I saved her. I saved you from a cave troll in first year. (laughs) Like, come on. Well, and I think that's what saying like, wait, you're a girl. I think that's essentially saying like, wait, you're coming with me. Like, I feel like that was his entitled thing of saying like, wait, you're a girl. So obviously like, yes, but, but also an afterthought, but like it was so late. They had like a whole week that she didn't even occur to him. Yeah. That's right. Or maybe she did. And, and he just didn't know, like maybe, maybe he got all in his head and was like, Oh, I waited too long. And yeah, like now I have to try to cleverly make, a deal out of like maybe make it be like oh wait a second like yeah i could go with you may- yeah yeah trying to play it cool kind of a thing but it's, maybe it's, he's just not a 
it's, he, none, none of his other actions are really backing it, that exactly. up. Exactly. If they had painted him into, like, they've painted him in a corner of not being nuanced and not being uh, considerate. It's totally so, thick. Just yeah. unaware. Yep. yep. So, I don't know. And It's really confusing. I don't understand teenage boys. I still don't. No. I'm very glad I don't have to deal with them very often anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and Hermione's a saint. Because the thing is, like, Hermione is even saying, like, you know, next time, ask me. Like, she's not even saying, like, oh, we're over with friendship, whatever. She's just saying, like, ask me. I'd probably go with you. Like, she's not even, I don't think she has a crush on Ron necessarily. But, like, like uh, she would have gone to a dance with him. Treat me like a female. Yeah. Come on. Treat me like a friend. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. So. Know. Yeah. It's it's baffling. Yep. But anyway. Hermione got her victory. She danced. She looked wonderful she she victor's gone to get drinks yeah <laughs> and then why did she storm off because ron, didn't ron say something that's when ron snapped at her i think that's when ron said like that stormed off that he's only hanging out with her to to get information on harry so at the dance he ruined her good time yeah. that upsets me so much <sighs> read the room yep respect yep. your friend I'll try and make one person happy you're there maybe i don't know but so anyway listeners yes. we, we've been real negative nancy's about these chapters we have <laughs> because they're 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 difficult people we're reading about right now but let us know what you think if if we were too harsh let us know if you totally are in line with our ron's the actual worst and harry enables him a little bit mm-hmm. and hermione shines like the bright star that she is yes get a girl. let us know I also want to know, and you can you can do all this by tweeting us at WordstruckPod or emailing us at WordstruckPodcast at gmail.com, uh, all that stuff. But I also want to know what uh, collective crowd dancing songs wizards listen to. Mm, we have the, the YMCA. Weird sisters. Yeah, we have the YMCA. We have the Cupid Shuffle. We have uh, Craig That Soldier Boy. We have Whip and Nene. What do wizards have? What I mean, there's got to be some levitation in there. Ooh. Like, like there's, 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 there's got to be magic, and you're like, like you're casting spells in tandem or something. Yeah, like, do the hover round. Yeah, hover round. Yeah, yeah, hover round. Yeah, yeah, could be. Like the the Cupid Shuffle maybe has real cupids. <laughs> <laughs> the cupids are really trying to get stuff done, but they just keep getting summoned every time. We've there's a dance seen them. Party. We saw them in the <laughs> Chamber of Secrets. They're like, I've been trying to do my taxes well, they were for trolls. years. They, or, no, what were they? They were dwarves? They were dwarves. Yeah. They were dressed like cupids. <laughs> Which is so... Ooh. Yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> Thank you, Lockhart, for that gift. Thanks, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for keeping that out of the movie. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go uh, dance our socks off to our theme song again here. So... Uh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning yeah. in. Uh, I'm Adalissa Small. That's at Clark Hodges. Yeah. And, uh, thanks for listening. I hope you find so many mismatched socks, Alyssa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>